sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regret If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason Oh, we're live. It's the last party of the weekend. Live for the first time from Borellis, New Mexico. You're watching 10 Drink Minimum. Um, if you're new to the show or you're not new to the show, a lot of people ask a lot of times about the theme song and they say, who wrote it? Well, it is my great pleasure today to bring the person on who did. Let me pull everyone in. We have Holly here. Hello. We have Smiley. I guess. And then with us back from Austin, Texas, he now lives here in the Duke City again, Carlos the Tall. Hey, how's it going? Yay. Welcome. Yay. How does it uh, feel to be back? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I lived here for 29 years before I left, so <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I mean, also coming back into it in a pandemic is a little bit quiet, so yeah. I mean, Relatively low, uh, low key. Oh wow, <laughs> that's interesting. So, um, when you moved away, what was like? I gotta, I always gotta ask this. What was the one thing you missed the most? Um, I mean, aside from my, you know, friends and family, uh, obviously first was that. But I definitely missed, um, I missed the food. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Honestly, like, I mean, there's good food in Austin and, and Central Texas, but I think you kind of spend a lot of time developing those restaurants you like to go to. Yeah. You know, those breweries that you really like, those restaurants mm -hmm. you really like. You kind of, it's kind of like developing any relationship and you cultivate that. You cultivate it with the, with the servers and the, and the owner and the food even. Right. And then uh, you kind of have to try to like start from scratch, like at a new place. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I have to find a new dive bar or a new restaurant or a new brewery to go sit down at but right that's it that's interesting so what what place did you find in austin that was kind of like the closest to new mexico to albuquerque what do you mean like in what way i guess mexican food i guess oh pff, nothing it's all <laughs> nothing texas mexican food is way way different yeah yeah was there anything that you what? like like there that they don't have here now that you're like oh i'm gonna miss that um, they had a lot of really good ramen shops in Austin. Uh, just like, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's more ramen in Albuquerque now. It just, uh, when I left, there wasn't really like fancy ramen, you know? Yeah. So there's definitely, and also like breakfast tacos. We and, like, now. Yeah, we have Oni, Oni noodle and what's the other one, James? Yeah, we got two now. <laughs> yeah. Are they good? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are actually. I, I think Oni is fantastic. It's it's downtown, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the opposite corner of the El Rey. Um, All right. Well, yeah. I think I know exactly where it's at. Amanda Michonne from the Red Light Cameras works there. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> More For reasons to go. Go say hi. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Smiley, that uh, cut you off? Oh, no. That's, that was it. I was going to say it's oh. grown by two. Now we have two really good ramen places in town. Yeah. 
That's very true. Yeah. And you can go to uh, Tawin for lunch. They have a pretty good one too. Okay. I think there's more than two though, isn't there? There's a lot of that. Well, what do you mean? I guess you said ramen. Okay. So there's, um, there's the, there's one in the university area, the hand pulled noodle guy or something. Yeah. That's the other one I was talking about. Oh, okay. All right. Well then that's then. Okay. So there's, there's two. one downtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah one downtown. Moving on up, huh? We're, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting cosmopolitan around here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not too different. I mean, unfortunately, just the way time has progressed, I kind of feel like, there's still that, although Austin has this cool stuff, yeah. it's still like that that uh, shopping center that has the uh, GameStop and the Michaels and the, you know, <laughs> right, right. Shit. so well, it's, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's really just Austin is so geared towards the tourism. It's just like such a touristy city, like way more than I realized uh, that it's like. There's not like there's only you have to kind of go all away from everything in order like just out the outskirts to find anything that's like better than like you mm -hmm. know the average is kind of like because everything's kind of in the chili sort of sense you know everything's kind of like basic sort of like yeah. easy food you know mm -hmm. right. so you kind of have to really tread off the beaten path to find uh, good stuff and, and honestly it's just because I'm not from there so I didn't know the places so I did find a lot of spots but well, that's cool. Um, also like, you know, that, you know, the, like you said, it's touristy, but like South by Southwest, I mean, that's probably a big moneymaker for the city. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was, I was managing a brewery out there when South by Southwest got canceled last year. And it was like, I just had so much stuff lined up so many things. It was like going to be this crazy chaotic week. I was like bracing for impact, you know? Yeah. And then like maybe three days before it came on, they're like canceled. Everything's canceled. Like, oh crazy. man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was like right before. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So what, uh, how, how would you say the beer in Austin, you know, ranks with Albuquerque's beer? Um, I mean, it's, I think that breweries have all kind of, it's kind of hard. I mean, you got to work harder to suck at brewing beer nowadays than it <laughs> is to like, you know, brew, uh, you know, bad beer. I feel like people, Oh, I think there's people that do it real well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of people do real well. Like is, is what I'm saying. It's, like oh, it's, hard, it's harder to, to brew beer that sucks nowadays. No, no. I'm saying there's people who suck real well. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be those ones, but they, you know, I, I ignore them. But there's a lot of really good beer. Yeah. Uh, Austin's really, I mean, and I, I, I realize Albuquerque's also caught another trend, but it's like all about the hazy IPAs. Right. But um. There's also a really big Pilsner movement out there too, like a lot of Pilsners, a lot of IPAs. Good. Uh, a lot of really good stuff. I, I like a lot of the Pilsners out there. I, I've actually become more of a Pilsner guy since living mm -hmm. out there because I kind of got burnt out on IPAs. Yeah. Well, I mean, as as you know, I think that's the natural progression. Yeah. It's, it's like, the next phase. <laughs> you know, you realize that like a brewery, like I had this conversation on a different show yesterday. You start to realize, like, you know once you've once you've really been in the craft industry for a while you kind of start realizing what things should taste like yeah you know when you go to a new place if like you know their ipa is really hoppy their red is really hoppy their pilsner is really hoppy you know you're like okay you, you're not very good at brewing and you're hiding it with hops yeah <laughs> no definitely you know and it's like okay then um 
so the thing in Albuquerque, like since you've left, is like now if you open a brewery, used to you could open one and you could be okay at it, mm. and then maybe six months or eight months down the line be great at it. Now you, but you got to kind of come out of the gate. Yeah, uh, that's how it's everywhere. Totally, like and that's how it is in Austin too. Like mm. every new brewery is like already brewing award-winning beer. Like when they open, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case here. Some of them come out of the gate and they're like. And then I mean it's it's like that too, but I mean yeah. the ones that are like that you hear about. I mean, yeah. there's the 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 the, beer, the brewery. I mean, I'm sure it's similar in, here in Albuquerque now. I just been out of it for a minute, but the brewery crowd in Austin is very very uh, um, fickle. Like they'll they'll mm-hmm. definitely like the second there's a bad beer, it's like I mean they'll really? they'll crush they'll they'll just destroy that brewery with their word. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's like breweries that I've seen just like be just totally just decimated like on Reddit or something, and then just oh, like. Wow. It's just like ghost town. It's not. See, I'd say that's the difference here. It's not people kind of, I mean, you know, you lived here, yeah. you know, we try to give them as many chances as we yeah. can. I mean, <laughs> the price day, right? if the, the, the beer is cheap, they'll give yeah. them more chances. Well, to this day, <laughs> if you say hamburgers in Albuquerque, someone says Blake's lot burger oh. and it's been sold. It's not owned by the same people. The burgers are not the same, but yeah. people will ask them. When the last time they actually ate right. there was. Yeah. And you're like, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's not a great, a good hamburger. I'm sure it is, but it's definitely not of the level that it used to be. But like people to this day will just like throw that out there. Like nobody, no, no problem. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, so I don't think that we have the fickleness of the, of the same, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, there's definitely like, I think, Austin's kind of a, a city built around a lot of trendsetters and people trying to really like discover the newest thing. And a lot of restaurants um, will have a really big pop because like the newest thing, but then the second they do anything wrong, like wow. even politically, you know, it's like, boom, the yeah. doors close. There's a lot of competition out there. No shit. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. We don't have that. I mean, the thing here, like right now, the big, uh, popular thing is food court like gourmet food courts mm-hmm. all the great <laughs> here we have uh we have uh green jeans tin can oh. alley um what's the one uh uh 505 over here off of central uh, uh sawmill sawmill and then um i've heard of at least one more you know these like food court things where then then you can drink a beer like while you're you know walking around and eating or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I've been to Green Jeans. Yeah, once. I don't know. It seems fun. No, they're no. I'm not saying they're bad or good or anything. But that's like the new. That's like yeah. the new. You know, hotness right now. And you know, Ten Can Alley is like is the same people who own Green Jeans. So it's just a kind of a big. It's a little bit bigger than Green Jeans, but it's the same kind of you know thing concept uh yeah so that's like all the rage here now and i just wondered if that was like a thing everywhere or is it just albuquerque it's is you know i'm wondering i mean there's so many so it the thing is that like in texas unlike uh new mexico you can get a liquor license pretty easy yeah. uh mm-hmm. like here like i know new mexico it's like they're like upwards of 500 grand there's only like 40 of them or something yes. ridiculous Although that's about to change. I right. don't know if you guys saw the news about that. I did. And I was about yeah. to say that it's, it's so there's two things that are coming in like that they're, that are, they're going to vote on that could just literally change the alcohol industry in New Mexico. So the one I heard yesterday 
was they would allow a restaurant to get a liquor license for $3,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And, and they would be able to have liquor, like hard liquor. Yeah. And <laughs> and the other thing is alcohol delivered. Yeah, I heard about the alcohol delivery yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, what do you think of that? I mean, how do you guys feel about the alcohol delivery coming in? I mean, it's convenient, I mean, man. I, in Texas, it's already going. It's yeah. You could, once COVID hit, they actually opened it up that restaurants could deliver, deliver you a tap beer, like in a freaking to go cup. You know, wow. like, what? Yeah. We live in. Well, we live I, in. I, I can see that being mayhem if they don't change any of the other liquor laws. Yeah. I mean, are you going to have to, are they have to have like have a scan of your ID before you come in? You know, ID. Yeah. Like the okay. delivery person, sense. you have to bring your ID and they have a little like on their phone, they scan it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise that can, our laws in the state are very punitive. Yeah. To people well, I always, that, heard, uh, always heard like whenever, like, you know, back in the day, I think it was in California was the only, like in the night, when I say back in the day, like 90s, California was like the only place that had that. And I would talk to people about it and they're like, but the children, the children will get alcohol. And like, for me, it's well, like, like New Orleans. When I when I was in New Orleans, they had delivery, and New York has had delivery for a long time of alcohol. And I don't think it affects the children. I mean, if you have an alcoholic parent, wouldn't you rather the alcohol be delivered to them instead of <laughs> right. them driving to go get it? You well, know? it'll cut down on the DUIs, which will lose yeah. you know, all that federal grant money. But you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. The cops will be upset about it. What are they going to do? I mean, I, I guess don't know, man. it's hard to say. I feel like I feel like it works just fine. I mean, I even had a friend who's uh, when because that was a relatively new thing. The like deliver, getting delivery alcohol was new yeah. to Texas like last year, and so I had a friend of mine their their nephew ordered a bottle of whiskey, and oh. uh, they're like, "Hey, um, I need to borrow your ID real quick to get the order." And she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, you wouldn't need my ID for like pizza." And so she like gets up and like, hey, it's a bottle of whiskey. So well, thanks for buying me a bottle of whiskey. So she just took it and it's, and that was her bottle of whiskey. Oh, then. But she's like, you know, they 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 need an ID and they have to scan it. So yeah, that and, and you know what's gonna happen. So if, if here's here's how it'll work too. SID would you know they would order and then have you deliver it and then if you didn't they would love it they they because then if you show up and you don't check for ID and scan it boom, find yeah. find you find the you know, the establishment. Now, now yeah. they don't have to go in. They just, <laughs> you deliver it to them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I think, I think it, it's an awesome idea. I like it. I'm totally for it. Um, well, and I think uh, the only complaint I saw in the article I read was a guy who leases out the liquor licenses at like that huge escalated, you know, monopolized price. And I'm like, of course you're upset about this, but okay. I think, you know, especially with the big hit that restaurants have taken this year, I think yeah. if they can deliver like alcohol to people, like mixed drinks and stuff, that might help make up for some of the revenue they've missed out on. I don't oh, know. Yeah, margarita, that. they know like like Taco Tuesday, the margaritas. I mean, you want to sell those margaritas too. Yeah. yeah. And in, it's funny because in Texas, though, like I think they finally changed it, but it had to be a sealed container with those hard yeah. liquor. So they, yeah. so, so the, the restaurants would, would like, send you a cup with like the margarita mix and like a shot bottle of tequila. Okay. And that's how it worked. Cause I was like trying to figure that out. I was like, I was like, you know, just like an airplane. Yeah. yeah. Or you could put it like in a growler. I would yeah. assume. Well, like beer is like beer is a little bit like easier. Cause you just pour tap beer into a cup and seal it. But when it's mm-hmm. a mixed drink, they have to have it measured and like sealed. 
like because like mm -hmm. they can't because they don't want somebody to like double like oh i'm gonna order a quadruple shot of margarita in the mail i mean in the delivery you know so it has to be a sealed liquor but beer is different because beer already has the, the measured out abv right so. well but it still seems weird to me that you would just put beer in a cup and put a top on it and then just like seal it. That's I mean, it's not ideal. Like I, no. I, I ordered that way by accident one time because I, I, they just had it on the menu yeah. and they just gave it to me in a cup. Like, oh shit, I was hoping it'd be like in a can or a bottle. But oh, I think, I think most people are most of the bars. I mean, I think they're just trying to get rid of their kegs because you know they can't sell <laughs> those beer yeah. in the restaurant. So mm -hmm. it's like, uh, but now, but by the end of like last time, you know, I was I left and. December. I mean, they're still yeah. delivering everything in bottles and cans for the most part. So, I here's the weird part. Like of those two law changes, I can see the delivery happening and the other one not. The oh yeah, the, the liquor liquor license. Well, there's a lot of money in, in like that that like lottery of the the liquor right. licenses. So well, it's, not a, it's not a lottery, but it's it's a uh, go ahead, Holly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I hope that it does happen because you know what? It's not it's not fair. I don't think, especially for restaurants. I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous that a bunch of rich assholes have bought up all the liquor licenses and then people who just want to kind of make it um have a hard time so i'm well, really hoping that goes through you know, that was a art bar this... deal right if, if, yeah. if that would have been allowed during art bar times we could yeah. have kept right. that place running a little well, easier holly what you're also missing out on you say rich assholes how about churches there's a lot of churches that own liquor licenses because they. I didn't. mean, I don't want to get myself in trouble here because if I say what I think about churches, then people are going to get mad. But well, you know, oh, I think they kind of fall into rich assholes too. So. Right. Go ahead, Smiley. Yeah. Oh, I know someone that like personally owns six liquor licenses. Yeah. In See? this state, and he's not even from this country. Right. Well, <laughs> when I lived in Portales, there was two liquor licenses for that city that churches owned. And the people are like, the church owns a bar. No, they own the liquor licenses so that there can be no, that no one can own them. And exactly. those are the people that are going to flip out if someone can just pay three grand a year. <laughs> They're going to flip out the rich people who want to sell their, because like, I remember the the one bar that was in Portales, the Goobers, that they, they, another bar opened up. And of course, the owner of Goobers had part ownership of the other bar. But she decided to sell her liquor license, and it was like one point one million dollars. Well, I think what we're what we're also missing here is that bars are still going to need the expensive liquor license. This is just for restaurants. Yeah. So I think you know everybody can just compromise a little bit. Right. I think it's time for a change. Wait, I don't understand. Then does it have to do with like a, <clears throat> a percentage of? Percentage of food, of food sales. sales. So they have like to have a certain, per yep, they have like to have 51%. a certain percentage. So mm -hmm. same way, uh, like you, they do like a beer or wine, except it'd be like a it's more the same as a beer and wine. wine. Yeah. yeah. But with liquor sales. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of nuts. And then my mom says that she hopes they flip out. <laughs> yeah, the I church will flip out over that. No, they will. Hardcore. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, here's a funny one. Like, uh, I remember, do you remember when they they passed Sunday laws here, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so in Portales and Clovis, you still can't buy package on Sunday. Yeah. You still, you still don't have it. But here's a funny one. Like, here's here's a interesting thing. So Lubbock, Texas, the whole time I was growing up was dry. The city was dry. The county was wet, but the city was dry. So if you were in Lubbock and you wanted to go get uh, alcohol, you would drive out to a place called The Strip. And there was five liquor establishments, like, five of them like next to each other 
and you would drive out there and they would have runners like you could go inside and get your alcohol if you wanted but they also had people that were runners and i had a buddy that was he went to college there and he was a runner on friday and saturday nights and they don't they they don't pay them like the establishments don't pay the runners and all they do is get tips but basically you drive up the runner comes to your car and they're like hey do you want me to run in and get get you something and you're like yeah i'll have a 30 pack of bud light they run in they like check your id they run in get the beer bring it out to you you pay them and then drive off right this dude would make four to eight hundred dollars a night on a friday and saturday Wow. Tips because that's, you know, that's why they don't pay them because they get so much tips. Well, some dude came in and slowly started buying them all up. He wanted to own all of them. Finally, when he bought the last one, he, you know, he, he, he got them all. And it was like right when the economy took a dump, like right around 2009, 2010. Mm. You know, one of the big, big uh, areas that took a hit were the city, city governments. So they wanted those taxes. So the city of uh, Lubbock uh, went wet so they could get all those alcohol taxes. And so you didn't have to drive out to the strip anymore. And that dude owned all those. No. (laughs) Bad investment. Bad investment. I was like, that's. Well, if he's been here, man, I I see you posting a lot and all that. Everything. Um, You know, the city's doing good. I think, I mean, during the pandemic, it's been a little, you know, rough. Downtown's been a ghost town uh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, the music scene, I think, was kind of struggling a little bit, but I think that it, you know, whenever the pandemic ends, it might take an uptake. So, are you are you still going to play music? I mean, are you going to be back out yeah. there? Sweet. Yeah, of course. No, I, I I'm starting a new project now. Uh, Youngsville's not done. It's just um, going to be. Uh, I don't know. I just once I have a better idea because I was trying to like make Youngsville be like everything I wanted, like as far <laughs> as music goes. Like I just want like, oh, I'm gonna play electronic music now and just have it called no. Youngsville. I was like, nah, I was gonna keep Youngsville what it is, the kind of like weird, like southwestern rockabilly. Yeah. And then uh, then I'll so I'll keep it that way. And then I'm just, I was gonna start a new project with my uh, my girlfriend, and we've been working right. on a lot of stuff. And yeah, it's been cool. Very awesome, man. So um, it was funny because like a lot of people ask about the theme song and they're like, who wrote it? And I go, it's a guy from Austin, Texas, or he lives in Austin, Texas, or Carlos, that's all, but he's from here. So what happened one day was like you were you're kind of known for like whenever you're on stage, you'll do a thing where you'll make a song with someone's name. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a stick of mine. And so then one of the one day, like you were on Facebook and you were like, I need an idea for a song. Who has an idea for a song? And I was like, write a theme song for 10 drink minimum. And you're like, done. And I think yeah. you had it in like a day or two. Like you had it done. Yeah, I did it pretty quick. What did you uh like? What what like, you know, I listened to the lyrics. Like what was the genesis of lo- those lyrics? You know, or just you just thought about the show or what? What I think, uh, you know, I, I think what I do is I, I try to like imagine mm-hmm. the person's life a little bit. Like, so <laughs> okay. like I, I literally just thought about you. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you know, he's a guy that I, I, I've hung out with him a lot. And I, you know, he yeah. seems to kind of be pretty comfortable in the skin that he's been in for a while. You know, so like, it's kind of like, I, I you know, uh, I'm the same man I was since age 13, you know, kind of that's where that came from. It was kind of like this idea. Right. And, and, and this is, I, I really don't know exactly how you've been. Obviously, I've yeah. only known you in this small window. Right. But uh, I kind of created this this character of who I imagined you could be. That's kind of, <laughs> I so I kind of just ran with that. And then also it's like, and then obviously the chorus is, 
I wish I had a, a, a much more um, deeper meaning, but it was kind of just finding words that rhymed and worked and worked okay with ten week minimum. But no, it was great, yeah. man. It's fantastic. You know, it's like, you know, no matter like the how the show evolves or changes, you know, that song is like pretty. It's pretty amazing. It's like an amazing, like not many people because like I, I'm part of the Burrell's Podcasters Guild now, or we all are, and like we have these new people coming in and they're like, oh, how do I get a theme song? And I'm like, have a do you play music? No. Do you have a friend that plays music? Oh, I'm like, make friends or uh, you know, and the more I tell people, here's my new one. Like, I'll, I'll say, go on Fiverr, you know, oh, yeah. Fiverr, hire somebody. hire somebody to do it. And, you know, like, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm not, I don't know how to do that shit. But, you know, and so it, it's one of those things where people are like, yeah, where did you get that song from? The, I'm like, uh, I know a lot of me. I'm glad it's working out, man. That's funny. Yeah. It's like. It's it's just it's it, and the thing about that shtick of mine is that like I do it so often sometimes that yeah. like people will like hey you should play my song again like some random <laughs> person at a bar will like come back to me I don't even remember what the I don't even remember this person you know like they come hey man remember me you wrote that song about me I was like yeah I don't you know I'm, 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 ah. I had the skill of of meeting a lot of people like, yeah man I remember you know like obviously you know and then uh like hey you should play it again I'm like oh I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I have no idea usually what it is. Maybe I'll do a new one for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's usually why I say, well, let me do one for your friend or whatever. Yeah. We do one. <laughs> yeah. And then that'd be funny, they would they brought their phone to hold up to record it. <laughs> yeah. That would no, be it's well, I've had uh, uh some people do that, they record it and then the later like I actually had a, a, a uh somebody do that and then they recorded it and then later they had me play for their wedding and they oh, wanted wow. me to play the song I wrote for them for their wedding. Oh wow! And it was wow. like a song I wrote at a bar, like in ten seconds, like you know, like it was. <laughs> you could do that again, right? You're like, uh. Oh, no, I mean, they had it recorded, so it was it was fine. Oh, they have so, okay. Wow. Yeah, they, they recorded it, so I was like, oh sweet, just send me the recording and I'll do it. Again. Yeah. So I have I have a question. So when you when you left, you were like, I'm gonna move to Austin. I'm gonna you know try to you were you were basically gonna go try to be make it a musician there, correct? Yeah. What. Um, how hard was the competition for musicians in Austin? Um, I guess it depends on the avenue you're taking. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. Let me close this door. Okay. But like, okay, so there's there's two different kinds of musicians in, in Austin. There's the working musician who plays every single night on 6th Street or wherever. Yeah. Uh, that's like playing for tourists. And that competition is, uh, is, is fair. Like, I mean, you have to like have decent chops and have a good gimmick. Like my gimmick was pretty good. The writing songs for people, you know, so mm -hmm. I got in pretty easy in that scene. Okay. So I was playing pretty much every day and making money that way, but um, it's pretty soul sucking, frankly. But then there's the other Austin musician. That's like the really cool kid that like plays like uh, indie music. And uh, they play like the cool bars that are like outside of the, 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 the sixth street strip. Yeah, and that competition is much much higher. Oh wow! And it's a lot harder to get to those clubs than the other ones. Um, I was only start, just starting to get into them when uh, when I kind of like everything started just kind of falling apart around the world, yeah. and uh, you know, and it was it was cool. Like, there's a lot of really cool clubs there. They're like for music and cool music, not just like guys playing covers of Johnny Cash and uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can go any any night down Sixth Street. I like, I was trying to lose my fucking mind. Like seriously, I was just like walking down. There's like, blame it all on my roots. 
showed up in boots and then like no i don't want to fall in love i was like <laughs> and i was doing it too so like it was even just worse everywhere you went like you just couldn't uh, escape it like you'd hear one guy you could almost like synchronize it it's like <laughs> and it's just all these dudes playing the same 10 fucking songs on a loop all goddamn day and i just kind of hated it uh, so like I, I backed off way way hard on that and got just like a regular job at a brewery and then uh started doing like weekend shows and this playing shows like at clubs that are like music clubs for like original music because that's you know i love to write that's my my favorite thing in music is writing and producing and mm. uh it's not just performing cover songs you know yeah that's terrible yeah it's cover songs for tourists that are like yeah like jimmy buffett yeah, yeah. No, it's it's rough. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I feel like those guys that do it, they're fucking like they are troopers because that is it's just really hard. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not even hard to do specifically. It's just hard to do emotionally. <laughs> you know, like the actual skill of it isn't really. I mean, it's it's such a low bar you're trying to set. I mean, there are all these people that are, you know our age to like you know mm-hmm. their 60s and so all you gotta do is just play some stuff from the 90s to from the or to the 50s yeah. and whatever and you're just shooting fish in a barrel but like it's just so soul-sucking i don't know it's really tough so uh, like a certain so would you say austin is probably not you know like it used to be like this it's the cool like it's you know it's like the hip cool place now it kind of sounds like it's become the the mainstream kind of place is what it sounds like to me. There's still a lot of really cool stuff there. A lot of really hip, mm-hmm. you know, trend setting things. Um, I think what tourists go see is definitely the, the Disneyland version of Austin. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, that just happens everywhere. It's like Las Vegas or whatever. Anybody goes to Vegas. It's like, that's, that's not really what people that live in Vegas are doing. No. And um, yeah, it's two different beasts, and they're kind of fighting each other because it's getting super, 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 super gentrified, way more than ever. Right. And it's like crazy, crazy expensive. Like it's like San Francisco prices, you know. I mean, it's it's really expensive out there now. Well, the problem is you have um, Northern California got so expensive, Oakland and and San Francisco that normal people couldn't live there, so they all flooded out and they flooded to Portland. Yeah. Now Portland is super expensive and you can't afford to live there and Seattle's super expensive. You can't afford to live there. And so Austin was kind of, it's like Denver and Austin. Now Denver's like super expensive and you, you know, it's, it's just like this ever moving thing. And I, you know, it sounds like Austin kind of got that is getting that overflow as well. And I've, oh, also, yeah. heard, I've also heard like another, a new, like a newer, like, you know, if you're a music person is like Tulsa, Oklahoma is like turning into this, like, pseudo austin texas i've have you heard it has anyone ever heard that too i haven't heard that specifically now Mm -hmm. i kind of i've not been like trying to track it right right (laughs) i like to watch the trends because i wanted to see how albuquerque is going to fit in all this well it's funny because i moved i moved there yeah and the the the, i think it was the same month i like just like gotten there you posted an article of like best places to get in the ground floor and like albuquerque was like on the top 10 i was like god damn it and uh well i mean you know the netflix thing now where netflix's north american headquarters are going to be here now yeah and people are like i don't think that'll have much impact i'm like are you sh- shit are you, ki- are you kidding me 
Yeah. Well, we're doing still, our best to, yeah. to keep the property values down. Just the right. other day, a bullet came in through my front door. Oh, I saw this, James. What happened? So you were just chilling, and a bullet went through your house. We need to. We yeah. Need to, we need to push this. This. You know. That's right. This is what happens in Albuquerque. It happens so often. I didn't even wake up. It went oh right over god. my head. Yeah. Oh my god. Here I can show it to you. Check it out. Someone says every time I've gone to Tulsa, it was giving off somewhat of an Austin vibe. Wow. See, I've heard that. Hmm. James is now showing us the bullet hole in his house. That's the that front door. Yeah. Wow. And you live in what? Tanborn? Is that right, James? <laughs> Do you see that that nice hole in my uh, above my bed right there? Holy shit, dude! Wow. That's and, crazy. And then it goes into the bedroom behind that. You see, folks, if you want to move here, that's what you have to look forward to. Also, <laughs> that's car fire. Albuquerque. Didn't no. even wake up. No. I found out three hours later after my nap. Wow. <laughs> Good thing you're napping. No, but uh, uh, so I read this article about California. There are so many people leaving California now that they are expected in the next by the next election to lose a representative and an electoral college vote. Huh. I was like, holy oh, shit. That's nuts. That's crazy amount of people. They've yeah. got to figure that out. That's not good. So, I mean, are you happy to be back? Is this, is this, because like I, I've talked to people about this. When people leave here and then come back, my friend, our friend Josh, we have a friend Josh that we all know, he moved away. Then he came back and he goes, whenever I would see people move away and they would come back, I always felt like they were defeated and they came back. He goes, then I moved away and I realized that. Uh, all the things that I thought Albuquerque was, you know, how bad it was. It was actually, I missed it a lot and I wanted to be back there. Is it yeah. that the, to be the same thing or, um, you know, I'm not unhappy to be back. Uh, I wish it was under better circumstances. Um, oh, okay. It's like, I, so I moved back cause my mom is not doing great. Oh. She's gotten real mm -hmm. sick. And so I just, uh, I have a, you know, a couple sisters in town and and my youngest sister and I were just having a conversation and she was basically telling me that it was a lot worse than my mom was telling me Yeah, and uh, mm. that she needed help that oh. like she couldn't do it by herself. And um, so I, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure what was going on. So I came down, to, I came to town in October and it was a lot worse than I thought so too. And uh, so I, you know, it's, it's, a lot of things kind of built up like so i lost a grandma last last a couple of years ago and i wasn't even able to come to the funeral because it just was like so chaotic oh wow and like i just started realizing that like there's a lot going on here that's very important to me that i have a lot of stake in and like not a lot in texas that i have a lot of stake in mm -hmm. like i would do i was doing fine i mean as far as like capitalistically, I was doing great. You know, I was making a ton of money. I was managing two breweries in two different cities and, you know, great. But it, um, I was like realizing I was missing out on everything that was important to me, though, minus my son. Yeah. So like my son was with me, but like, I mean, he likes Albuquerque because all of his cousins are here, you know? So like he's, he's missing out on his life, too. Right. So it's like when my 90 percent of my family lives here. A good chunk. I mean, all of my original friends are from here. I, I made new friends in Texas, obviously, but nobody really moved with me. So it's like I didn't right. make new friends. And I kind of just was, came to the conclusion that 
it's not really that important where I live anymore. As long as I'm by the people that care, I care about, you know, like, yeah. So it wasn't right. really specifically, I missed Albuquerque. It just, I'm, it's kind of like, you know, back to where you asked me what I missed in the first place. It was my family and friends. And yeah. um, I realized that making money in another city is less important than trying to figure something out in the city I'm from with people I care about. Right. Um, it's right. just, it's just, uh, that's, so that's why I'm back. I'm not back like for any, specific reason except for my family you know i came back to, to help my mom out and to, I, I feel like you know it'll be better for my son to be out here he has a lot more support he gets to see my mom and he gets to see you know my sisters and stuff and stuff because he's pretty isolated too like he had a couple of friends but especially during covid yeah you know, right. it's just like so it was we we're all kind of on an island and obviously everybody kind of had those sort of existential thoughts of like well, shit, if I just died here in Texas, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, like, it's yeah. just, I got to figure yeah. out, you know, what's important to me. And uh, I just, it really didn't feel as important to be slinging beers in Texas and yeah. trying to play, you know, the cool clubs. And when I can, I mean, because I could still play the cool clubs in Texas anyway, even right. if I live here. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I was, I toured there all the time. Yeah. So, like, I actually felt like I had better luck touring there than I did when I lived there because when you're touring there, you hit up bands like, Hey, I'm touring. Hey, give me a show. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. It was like, Hey, I'm some fucker who moved here. Give me a show. They're like, fuck you. You know, it's just like, well, you know, I mean, we're, I'm happy that you're back. I'm, you know, I feel like the scene in Albuquerque has lost so many people like in the last, you know, five years. Um, We need, you know, some of the, you know, some of the people who, you know, made it great in the first place. I mean, you know, I remember hanging out with you at like Low Spirits and Launchpad. Um, did they have anything in, in Austin that was like a Night of the Living cover bands? No, I really tried to make one happen one time, but it just yeah. like, it just, it, it's, I don't envy the organizers of that shit yeah. here in town, you know? Well, like, well, I don't know if you know, it's up to six shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's nuts. So, I mean, like, I thought about it and I was like, hey, we should do this. And then yeah. it just like the logistics of it all is just I yeah. could do it myself, but I didn't, and like, I didn't have the support. Like I could maybe, I could maybe consider booking it here in town because I like, just know enough people to help me out, but right. you know, in Austin and it was just right. impossible. Yeah. That sucks, man. Cause it's, it's like, it's now the entire month of October. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's nuts. It's, it's like it, every it, weekend. It's like, yeah. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, you have to pick and choose which ones you can go to. Oh, crazy. And it's packed. Like it's like, almost every night like almost capacity whenever they were doing it i was like yeah i mean it's always been packed since i played it years ago well and then uh since you left joe uh joe and some people took over the el rey and the bar next to it yeah moonlight no well that's moonlight's next to sunshine oh el rey yeah he took over el rey in that bar that's next to the the porch or whatever it's called uh it's called inside out now Okay. And that was doing really well. And they opened up a speakeasy down below the LRA liquor store called Founders. All of it turned out like downtown before the pandemic was fantastic. Like, yeah, it was great. Yeah. You know, so it kind of sucks. And you know, I was like, oh, and I moved down there. I live like two blocks from uh, Launchpad. And I, and I just bought a house. Now I live like half a mile. I live 11 minute walk from Launchpad. So, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see this, but I'm drinking. Pabst Blue Ribbon Seltzer. Oh, the stronger seltzer. 8% alcohol. Nice. 
Are you a Seltzer boy now? I, I do. I, I do. I do. So, that sounds awful. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm a Seltzer boy. We're all Seltzer boys now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like the jam. I like them because they don't get all bloated. But That's know. what everybody yeah. says. That's like yeah. the fucking thing. Like, I just think I can drink a film and not feel bloated. This is 6%, man. That's, a, that's crazy. I'm a, hi, I'm Chris. I'm a seltzer boy. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's man. fine. If you don't feel bloated, that's great. I'm, I'm happy for you. It's just, hey, it's I, so I, funny. I'm still I drinking. would give anything to be bloated from a beer right now. I really I'm would. Happy. Oh, poor Holly. I know. Are you, are you not drinking? She's I'm uh, pregnant, so... <laughs> But it's I have consolation. Ah, there you go. I I'm think... like, well, I'm a, I'm a fiend for like just soda water. So like, mm. um, I like, I will crush like cases of soda water a week, like literal cases. And it's Dude. just, well, cause like, I mean, I, I love beer and I love, you know, drinking in general, but, um, I realize I just am a father and a responsible adult. <laughs> So I just can't be pounding beer all day. So it's like, well, bubbly water is just like yeah. it just gives you that sort of satisfaction yeah. of just drinking something that's not water. That's kind of like, what it is. I love it too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm crazy about it. Like yeah. Waterloo. Topo Chico. Oh yeah. Mm. Topo Chico. Topo Chico is the. That's like that's like the the dessert like <laughs> like that's the, that's the connoisseur soda water. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's so funny because like I have a I have a four pack in my refrigerator right now, but then it's next to the water. The Waterloo. Yeah. So I'll drink the Waterloo's all day, and then I'll be all, ooh. I, deserve- uh, I think it's time for that water for the. For that. <laughs> I deserve a Topo Chico, don't I? <laughs> yeah. You've been good today. A Topo Chico and <laughs> oatmeal pie. Mm. <laughs> um, how long is the podcast? I, I uh, we do uh, two hours, but you don't have to do the second hour if you don't want to. All right, cool. I just—it's not that I don't want to. I just—I made dinner, and everybody's waiting for me. <laughs> oh man! Oh. <laughs> all right, man. Well, do you need to go now? Uh, I was thinking 45. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Just, you know, totally. Yeah. But, you can do whatever you want. You're the guest, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't know it was cordial. I was like, uh, I think 45. No, no, it's fine. Is good. It's fine. Well, Billy will write us the theme song for the beginning of the show. Yeah. He's cool. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, ask him if he does it. I'm sure it'd be better. I, I, no, whatever, whatever. He okay, Seltzer Boy. Or we'll collaborate. Maybe, maybe we'll have him do backup vocals on the one I sent you. Yeah, well, he loved it. He always thought it was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he moved to D.C. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He lives in D.C. now. He loves it. He works at Trader Joe's. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, he was working at Hobby Lobby here in town. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he worked at Hobby Lobby so long that, like, he worked there for 10 years. And so, yeah. like, I guess I guess if you work at Hobby Lobby uh, for a year, for every year you work for Christmas, they give you $100. Wow. So his last year, he got, like, $1,000 for wow. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and I'm like... I, you know, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of the Hobby Lobby, but I'm like, man, my work don't give me a thousand dollars for Christmas, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck I, even I think you get paid a higher hourly, right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I make, I do all right. So I don't have no complaint. I want a hundred bucks a, a year. Come on. Well, they, and then they would give him like three weeks off a year. Yeah. And I felt like he was always on vacation. I'm like, how much vacation do you get, man? He's like he three weeks. I was like, oh, damn, man, that's amazing. Yeah. But he was there. I, like, I started working at the range um, as a baker. Here in town? Yeah. The, the one awesome. uh, the one in. Uh, well, they have a, 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 a isolated bakery that delivers oh. to all of it. 
Okay. I love yes. the range. I have been obsessed with them my whole pregnancy so far. Nice. Yeah, they, they took over. I don't know if you guys knew this. They, I mean, Carlos knows. They took over the uh, Standard Diner. Well, it was theirs already. They owned it. Yeah. Like it was yeah. the same. The same people owned Standard Diner and a bunch of other restaurants, but they just unified it to all be the range during the pandemic because brand recognition. Yeah. I guess. I'm just gonna say that they took it over. Like they just took it over. They walked in. They're like, this, <laughs> they walked in. this is ours now. <laughs> hey, hey. Not the chicken fried steak, motherfucker. This place is ours now. I I have nothing bad to say about the range because their um, Thanksgiving dinner plate that they have on their menu has gotten me through this pregnancy. So excellent, it's so good. And now I get a discount when I eat there, so even better. Nice. Well, how about this? We'll go ahead and take an early break, and you can say goodbye and then go eat because I feel bad about you not eating. No, it's all good. So, um, if someone wants to hear uh, or download or buy any music, Carlos, where do they go, and where, where's all the details? Uh, if you want to buy stuff, I mean, I only have every, everything right now. Is I took everything off Spotify, so it's all youngsville.bandcamp.com. Oh wow! And you can buy, you know, the all the stuff I did in Texas, and then all the stuff obviously from Albuquerque as well as up there. Why did you and, take um, that from Spotify? Is there a specific reason? Um. I kind of went through this idea that like Spotify was duping me because like you yeah. know you have to, in order to, to to make any money on Spotify like you know you make point oh 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 eight cents every play yeah. and I was like well YouTube does that for free right because like mm-hmm. ASCAP still collects for me from from YouTube right so that's free like I don't have to pay to be on YouTube yeah and then uh, so I still get that spin that point oh 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 eight whatever and then. Uh, if I want to sell it, Bandcamp gets I get like ninety nine percent of the money from Bandcamp. So it's oh, like gosh. it's like so they they buy the album for ten bucks, I get nine you know nine ninety. So it's like, yeah, it's it's it just seemed like there's not enough tools on Spotify yet to really promote your music. Nope. And there's not enough tools on Spotify to really help independent musicians get paid. Well, so I just kind of. Although I love Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's great. Um, I just yeah. think as an independent artist, especially when you're you know self-produced and self-recorded mm-hmm. and uh, self-funded, I don't have a label backing me. Right. Um, it just seemed like it was uh, not really. It just seemed like people. Why would you? Why would you buy my stuff on Bandcamp when you can listen to it essentially for free on Spotify? Right. And well, it's not, I mean, and that's fine. I, obviously, I want people to listen to my music, but I mean, if anybody ever wants my music and they can't afford it, I'll send them MP3s. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> So. Yeah. Well, Spotify, uh, 38% of their revenue now is from podcasting and yeah. they don't pay any podcasters except for Joe Rogan. And they, and I'm sure they pay, I'm sure they pay more than that, but they don't pay any of us, but then they are going to now add, put ads into our podcasts and still not pay us. Yeah. And I think that's fuck. I mean, we don't even get the point. Oh, oh, oh we don't even get that. Oh, wow. And that's bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smiley, yeah. Smiley, what do you have to promote? Uh, let's see here. Uh, newest thing is uh, movie Snatchers is streaming on HBO Max. Uh, as per usual, you can see on Midnight Texas and The Brave on uh, NBC or Hulu. And if you want to look real hard on Netflix, uh, I play college student on Daybreak. I'm sorry, high school student. <laughs> nice. It should be nice. a co- it should be a college student. Yeah, Holly Ann, what do you got? Uh, I don't have any comedy to promote right now, obviously. 
So if you want to, if you want to purchase some things, some wares that I have created, uh, you can find me on Etsy at Holly's Tiny, Tiny Things. And you can also find me on Instagram at Holly's underscore Tiny Things. I'll be adding some new stuff tomorrow. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, that's all I have to promote. Because cool. <laughs> um. COVID. We're members of the Borellis Podcasters Guild. If you live in the Albuquerque area and you want to start a podcast, go to BorellisPodcastersGuild.com and we can you can join the guild and we can actually help you uh, with all kinds of different things, whether it's uh, information, whether it's uh, um, classes, whether it's uh, actually producing a show for your business. So check it out. Um, I'm also on another podcast called What's Up ABQ. And uh, ooh, my uh, package arrived. I have I have cameras in front of my house, so in behind me. So I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but uh, yeah, what's up, ABQ? This week we are we for the sh- next show will be Frank Holloway from Hollow Spirits. So mm-hmm. check that out. And I want to thank Carlos the Tall for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, man. And I can't wait to like see you play again. So that'll be that'll be dope live. Me either I can't wait. We all get shot. <laughs> get the shot yeah uh, cool man uh our show you can see us here live sundays 6 to 8 p.m uh most sundays i should say uh Mm -hmm. our website's tenderingminimum.com and we have all the social media so just look us up i mean if you know how to do it um let's come back about uh seven o'clock then Uh, as always i i definitely drink when i do the show i think smiley does uh, not I'll so much. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, geez. I was and, going to, but I, I by the time I set everything up and got in the room, I forgot to grab a beer. So, uh, uh, well, you guys should drink as well. But always remember, never get too drunk to jerk. Ten drink. Minimum dot com. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Later, man. Cool. See y'all. Your business deserves to be talked about and recognized, and the Borellus Podcasters Guild can help do that. All of the podcast members' podcasts in the Guild reach an especially diverse, unique, and sophisticated audience hyper-localized to the Albuquerque metro area. We're proud to serve the interests of our community, and we want everyone listening to know about your business. Advertising rates are ridiculously affordable, and we'll showcase your ad on this and all our members' podcasts throughout the month. For advertising information, contact us at info at and visit our website at BorellusPodcastersGuild.com. Oh, and we're back. It is the Wavy slash Billy Hour. Let's bring everyone in here. We just got done with the first hour talking to the guy who wrote that uh, the theme song uh, for our show, Carlos the Tall. How are you guys doing on this fine Sunday evening? Thumbs up from Holly Ann. Fantastic. Holly Ann's eating, which is very good for podcasting. Oh, oh. Whoa. Oh. that's a throwback there. Are you, do you know Holly Ann may not even know about that? Oh. So, Jane, all I know is my dad got me addicted to these, and I have to have them or I get irrationally angry right now. Gummy bears so. are that specific brand of gummy bears. These specific gummy bears. I've never had those. What? Huh? They're not the sugar-free ones. The sugar-free ones will make you sick. Don't get those. But these. Are yeah. so good. 
So James used to be used to bring as tradition to every show gummy something. Uh huh. Yes. You guys yes. like this? Was, look, what look what I'm drinking here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a green Lacroix can. It's a long key line. It's you can't. It's funny if you're watching live for people in the podcast. The, I have a green Lacroix can, and so I have a green screen behind me, so yeah. you can see through you the. You can, can read the Lacroix. That's the weird part. <laughs> anyway, so what are, what are those called? What's the brand name? Albanese. Hold on, I'm gonna see. Albanese. Go puff. They, they are delicious. Can I get them on Go Puff? Uh, probably. Where did you get them at? Uh, Crystal brought these specific ones to me, but I get them at Walmart, Target, oh. Walgreens. And they're gummy bears. Yeah, they are gummy yeah. bears. So, some, so Miley would always bring gummy something to the show, which is a terrible idea for a podcast. It's not great. I realized that we were coming back, and I had a gummy bear in my mouth, and I uh, couldn't stop. I, I eventually, I eventually, people liked it, and it really broke the ice. But uh, for we realized for recording things, not a great idea to have everyone smacking. I'm yeah. <laughs> everyone, because we're like, oh, can I get another one of those? All right. Yeah. Okay, I really shouldn't even have this bag next to me. It's... Just smacking along on the mic. <laughs> what is that noise? Everyone's eating gummy bears. Everyone. <laughs> so on, on, wow, holy fuck, dude. So do you know what, you guys know what GoPuff is, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm on GoPuff and I typed gummy bears. The none the one you have did not pop up. But oh my That's god. Unfortunate. The amount that popped up is ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like there's so many different there's Hairbo, there's smart smart sweets. Uh there, there's several different Hairbo. There's like one, two, three. There better be. Four. Four different five different Haribo that I can order. Gold Bear, Smart Mix, Star Mix, and... uh, Oh, the Star Mix is so good. They also have the Sour sour Gold Bears. Sour Bears. Sour Snakes. Then there's there's several Black Forest ones. I like the Black Forest ones, too. But these... The Worms are the Jam. Yeah. These have the best flavor so they have knows. they have a pink grapefruit Albanese raspberry Albanese A L B A N E S E huh yeah, but don't... don't get sugar free ones the sugar free ones make people very ill I thought um, you were gonna say like remember remember those chips like it was that chips made in olein and it would make your butthole loose and you would just <laughs> poo would just come out you don't know what I'm talking about no. No, so there's bad reviews of the sugar-free of these gummy bears because they taste amazing, but the next day they make you poop your brains out. Um, my dad was chip. victim to that, but now these these are so good. Let's see. Well, it's a funny story about the um, the alternative sweetener that they use in the sugar-free uh, candies. Uh, yeah. Me and my brother used to specifically buy those just so mm-hmm. we couldn't eat as much because we knew you could only have three or four pieces of candy before you got sick. You got a gut. You got a gut bomb. Yeah, it feels like someone just punched you like right in your intestines, and you're like, "Oh no!" So we would actually we had um, a roommate that would eat all our junk food, so we'd leave those out. We would just leave them out, and he'd eat the whole bag, 
Oh. And we come home and he'd be like, we just hear him in the bathroom screaming. We're all, that's what you get. That's what you get for eating right. all the candy. Serves him right. Okay, so look this up. So, Olestra, do you remember those chips? The wow, the I wow those chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't I remember? Do the fat, goes, the fat just goes straight through you. Yeah. So, here, <laughs> uh, uh, so this is uh, fastcompany.com website. Uh, you know, they were talking about how these chips, they would make them in this special thing called Olean or something. And it would, you know, the chips supposedly tasted the same and they were so much more healthier for you. And uh, here's here's what this article says, where they went wrong. Number one, dietary evaluation. When you stacked up the numbers, you couldn't help but find them attractive. An ounce of regular chips contained 10 grams of fat and 150 calories. An ounce of wow chips was zero fat and only 75 calories, right? That just seems too good to be true, and obviously it was. Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> what did it actually do to you? Like, what did it let's see? Okay, the um, Olean or whatever yeah. um, didn't let your body process the fat. Yeah. So it just went straight oh. through you. So you just had fat runs. Yeah. You couldn't control. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I'm trying to pull up the, yeah. And it was oh, crazy because, like, they were like they they like leaned into this like big time. There's diet pills that do that to like everything you eat, and that that's not good for you either. Just yeah. gotta wear a diaper. Bro, <laughs> 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 I so much fat that's gonna go straight through me, literally. <laughs> I can't I can't even control it. Oh, it's leaking out right now. They had a they had a, a thing on it though that had a special the the label the FDA thing was fucking amazing though. Wow! Find out what it was the the FDA logo was. It was like might cause like loose, but like loose anal, anal leakage. That's what it was. It was oh, anal. There's anal so many medications yeah. that when you're watching the commercials at the end when they're mm-hmm. listing all the like side effects, it's like anal leakage. I'm like, why would you ever? You're like, that sounds like a great idea. Well, no. What about the ones that are all, uh, some side effects could be death, and you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Or oily discharge. <laughs> what is that? Well, that seems vague. Where am I going to be these, discharging from? These were oh. potato chips. <laughs> yeah, these weren't, these weren't medications. <laughs> yeah, just go get yourself some regular-ass potato yeah. chips. Yeah. And enjoy your life. Like, well, don't. Eat potato chips that make you leak fat out of your butt, okay? See, I have that argument for everything. <laughs> like, my mom is like, Diet Dr. Pepper tasted, it tastes just like Dr. Pepper. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No. She's like, it does. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And, then, and like, my, my mom and them will, they'll drink diet, diet drinks. And I'm like, there's, here's, here's my problem with diet drinks. They, they're disgusting. They taste yeah. gross. And, and the fu- the fake sugar in them is also not great for you either. Oh. And I'm like, here's what I would do: not drink them at all. And they're like, "Well, I want a Coke." Then she's like, "My mom's on there, and she's like, well, I want a Coke.' Then just drink a Coke, and then just live life. Fuck it." And they're like, "Well, I want this diet drink." Well, the diet drinks are were actually worse for you. They found out they're not good for you. My parents went through a phase where they were on like the Atkins diet or something, and they were drinking these like right. What were they called? They were like right tab or right. Oh, they were some kind of weird 
diet drink and they were so disgusting and my parents were like part of that adkins cult and they were like it tastes just like a coke like no it doesn't it does not yeah and then come to find out it was like full of like uh aspartine or aspartine or whatever aspartame aspartame yeah yeah, aspartame, mm. the original weirdness that makes Diet Coke taste weird. Yeah. Oh. Diet Coke. And then I still not good. I still weird I still weirdly like crave it. I'm like, I want to taste that aspartame because I grew up with it. I'm all <laughs> Diet Coke, just give me a sip. Oh man, that tastes like some weird chemical. <laughs> the only time it would taste good is if you added like lemon to it. My grand my nana used to drink Diet Coke with lemon in it. Okay. And and then they, for a short time, they sold Diet Coke with lemon in it, like in the cans. Mm. It did, and that just tasted like lemon flavored, whatever. Vomit. I can't say that <laughs> aspartame or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that that aftertaste. See, that's the problem yeah. I have with those. It's that aster that aspartame, aspartame, whatever the fuck it is. The aftertaste aspartame. of it. yeah, it's gross. It's gross. It's just gross. Mm. But not not everyone uses that now. There's so many different alternative sweeteners out yeah. there. Well, there's like, like stevia, and stuff. but I have a problem with stevia because what? of fucking, because of Breaking Bad. That's why he poisoned her with stevia. Oh! And every time someone's like, I'm like, oh, I'll get a coffee with some with cream and sugar. They're like, oh, put a couple of stevias in there. I'm like, stevias. I'm like, <laughs> Am I getting poisoned today? Is that what's going on? Did I do something wrong? See, again, <laughs> I mean. I, I'll just put some. I'll just put some sugar in my in my coffee or something. That's yeah, right. Yeah, just oh, oh Debbie, oh. We're, I'm not picking on you. I'm picking on my parents for drinking their gross diet drinks. No, I was picking on them because my parents drink diet drinks, and I just think they taste disgusting. Just drink the real thing or I, nothing. You know, you know what? If you take a diet Dr Pepper and a diet Coke and you mix them together, that actually tastes pretty dang good. Huh. Gross, See, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't drink sodas at all. And if I do, Just, it's a Dr. Pepper. I used to have a Dr. Pepper. Oh, I love Dr. Pepper. Oh. Me, and I, it's root beer. I have to stop drinking them. So I've been craving like Dr. Peppers lately. And the other day, I had like five of them by oh. accident. By accident, my ass. <laughs> no, I didn't realize how many. I would just like get a craving and like go grab one. Yeah. And um, it's not habit, good. <laughs> Well, that's so that's what I do with Waterloo, Waterloo or LaCroix. Yeah. And I like I didn't realize that other people. So I guess other people have this same thing where they're drinking this bubble water. Yeah. And, and it's uh, delicious. It's delicious. And uh, so when I was 18 years old, I went to, to Germany and stayed with a family for a month. And they all drank carbonated water. Yeah. And I loved it. Carbonated water is not something, it's a very rough taste. I love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And when I was like younger and I worked in the service industry, like at a pizza place or whatever, and I would get a stomach ache, I would just put a cup right under the, the carbonated water and just do straight carbonated water right yeah. in the cup and drink it. When I, I worked at bars, I would just drink the carbonated water. Yeah. And so this whole idea of like, you know, LaCroix or, or, uh, Waterloo or Topo Chico, where it's you know basically that, but like flavored with just a hint of flavor. I am just all here for it. Yeah, I need to. I, I 
need to get myself some just like Waterloo or something like that yeah. because I don't think I crave necessarily Dr. Pepper. I think I'm craving like the bubbles. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, I can't have that much caffeine. It's not good for me. So. But see, if you're going to go the, the, you know, the, the one that I'm like, just, Topo, it's, you know, we said earlier, Topo Chico, mm. no one, no one comes close to the bubbles that Topo Chico has. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm a Perrier fan. Oh, Perrier is pretty good too. It's got know. a special, it's got a special burn to it. I swear. Yeah. Well, whenever it I might just be the shape of the bottle, but it just, it just, it's it like, is. Cause it's when I burn can't find Topo Chico, when I can't find Topo Chico, I'll buy that. And I feel like it's just such a letdown. Really? Yep. I find mm. them kind of comparable. Is it? So, is it? So do is, I. Is it? Hold on. Let me. Those are my top two. Is that the one that's in the green bottle? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, you might be thinking of San Pellegrino because that's always that, the one. That's the one I'm thinking of. And I think San Pellegrino is a little bit overrated, except for their little cans right. of blood orange one. That one's oh, pretty good. You're right. But, flavored San Pellegrinos are good. You're, but you're the right. like big bottles of San, I think it's like overrated. Yeah. I like Perrier or like Topo Chico if if yeah. I is need it. Because like Topo Chico is from Mexico. It's yeah. so good. It's mineral and it has a high high amount. Like it's a good source of uh, calcium. Yes. Which I need lots of. You know what? I'm just going to tell Hamster to buy me a bunch of Topo Chico. So the store <laughs> next near me started buying, like they have them in the four packs and then mm-hmm. they have them in the, in the 12 pack. Now they sell out of the four packs of the regular. They sell out of the, the, the 12 pack of the regular. They sell out of the 12 pack of the, what is it? Grapefruit or lime or something? No. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one that's not good. Oh, hold on. It, I haven't not... tried the flavored Topo Chico yet. There's, I guess. there's one that's good. There's one that's good. The regular, I'm like, yeah. Oh, here's the funniest thing. I just went, I've got to show you this. Let's see if I can pull this up here. So, here's how, like, if Topo Chico, I feel like, is the new PBR, it's like the PBR of like mineral water. And uh, I've got, I just went to their website and I've got to show it to you. Okay. This is funny. Oh, cool. Chrome tab. Wow. Here we go. All right. Uh, can you see it? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, this, is the, this is their website when I pulled it up immediately. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you see what the market they're going for? Come on. Man. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. It's totally. Hey, that looks like our. That looks like our friends. That looks exactly <laughs> like. That looks exactly now. like everybody we hang out with, guys. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I have Topo Chico and go to the park. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. So the one, okay, the Topo Chico with the grapefruit is awesome. Okay. The Topo Chico with the twist of lime, I'll still drink it, but it's not my favorite. It's not great. No. So when I go, just throw your own lime in there. Yeah, so when I go to the store, the twelve pack, the twelve packs of the regular are gone. The twelve packs of the grapefruit are gone. The the four packs of the regular are gone, and the twist of lime is still there. <laughs> so cool. that, that's the. That's, that's how you know. That's how yeah. you know. Um. <laughs> so I have something that's grinding my gears. <gasps> I know. And it's worse than not no topo chico. 
It's not about Topo Chico. Um, so as you know, I live in Rio Rancho now. What? And huh? I know. <laughs> uh, and as much shit as you guys give me, I have enjoyed living here no, no, until yeah. I got <gasps> pregnant and I started craving things that are so far away. Um, and I can't justify driving all the way to burritos all all instante. Oh, burritos al estante is the jam. I literally wake up thinking about I want a potato, ground beef, and green chili burrito, oh. a carne with potato and cheese, and some of their pozole with red chili. And I cannot justify. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> you can come with me. Well, I they have the small burritos. Which, where's, okay. So where are you driving to Burritos Al Estante if you're going to drive to Burritos Al Estante? They, they don't have any near me. So okay. the the closest one would be, I guess, down where, like is, where even, like on Gibson. Oh, yeah, I guess no, I could. It's on, it's on Broadway in Gibson. Ooh. That's right. Uh, so yesterday I was like, you know, I didn't have any breakfast foods and I was with uh, my lady and I was like, you know, Hey, I'll go out and get us something to eat. And I was like, where do you want to want me to go? And, uh, I came up. So, you know, there's golden pride for breakfast. Yeah. Burrito, and then there's also stripes. Uh-huh. And I was, and she's like, Oh, let's go to stripes. I was like, sure. And I drove by burritos al estante to go to uh. stripes. And I looked and I went, Oh, I should have thought of that. But, <laughs> Because Brita's off. Nah, I should have. That you that's just like call her all, really... change your plans. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like most underrated uh, breakfast burrito in Albuquerque. It, it, and everything they have is so good. Their guacamole mm. is delicious. Their pozole is good. I want some burritos, some pozole, some guacamole. If somebody works in that area and is, and lives in Rio Rancho, mm -hmm. I mean, I am telling you I would do anything for my burritos al estante order. Because that's probably a good hour drive for you. Yeah. An like, I cannot drive. justify leaving my house, driving to go get them, and then driving back with them. That's I mean, like driving out of town. Here's the, here's my question. Which one's closer to you? The one over so there? It wouldn't even be warm. You'd have to right. sit there and eat them and then come home. Well, the, you can't. I don't even know. If, even whenever it wasn't COVID, I don't really. Yeah, they might have a place. I, to mean, you, I mean, yeah. It's not big. So my question is, is that one the closest or is the one in Las Lunas the closest? I mean, which one is? Uh, The one on Broadway. <laughs> It's the, yeah. closest. the one in Los Lunas. Oh, man, I love that place, man. I do too. And it was so funny because I just like woke up uh, probably two weeks ago. Just woke up <laughs> wanting burritos all this. And there's no, there was no way I was going to convince Hamster to drive all the way. <laughs> there was just no convincing him. And then the other thing is Hollow Spirits. If Hollow Spirits could just move closer to me, also. Then I could get a 50-50 burger. Oh, man. I had one yesterday. <laughs> Look, I, I want to show you this, though. I'm on the Topo Chico site, too. This is hashtag Topo Life on their <laughs> website. And it's like a vinyl record. Then it's like uh, 
I'm going to start a hashtag called hashtag Topo Boy. All right. Topo Boy. For the tastemakers, for the trendsetters, for the wellness seeker. Oh, my gosh. They know. They know. They know. They know who's drinking it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Just like when PBR figured it out. Yeah. Who's our market? Oh, shit. Our market's actually kind of up and comers. Yeah. I want to. I want to say. charge more. (laughs) As a. As a. As the. As the unofficial mayor of downtown Albuquerque. I'm going to make a declaration today. Mm-hmm. And uh, this isn't, I'm not going to say that this is my opinion. I'm just making like, I'm making an observation. I'm going to say in the next five years, the new Blake's breakfast burrito is going to be stripes. They're the new. I would agree with that. I wish it was burrito all his Sunday though. I do too. But <laughs> But we all know that's not going to happen. Stripes is now the the is going to be the the you know go to. Don't they have a good chicken sandwich too? Apparently, no. I haven't had it. I haven't had it so, either. So there's there's for people who don't live here or aren't in the know, there's a place called Stripes, and they started out as a place on Gibson called Stripes Biscuit Company, I believe. <clears throat> it's very like patriotic, and it's like you go in and there's like. Uh, veterans like pictures all over the wall which is cool but like stripes biscuit place is pretty good i've eaten there but like right down the street from the biscuit company they opened up just a burrito place yeah and then over on manal they opened up another one and like i had you know i'd had the breakfast burritos (laughs) and every time i had them i was like well these are actually really fucking good and now people are starting to catch on, like with the whole uh, curbside thing. People are posting about how the breakfast burritos are really good. So I go yesterday to the one on Gibson. It's right down the street. It's like right by the Bird of Paradise. Uh huh. You know. And I used to drive by there all the time for work, and I'd pull in every once in a while. Never once a year ago. Never once a year ago when I'd pull in to get a burrito. Did I not just pull in, drive right to the thing, order, and then pull up and get my burrito? Yesterday, I pull in, and there's a line around the building out into the street. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. People oh, know. And this is on Gibson. Wow. For people who don't live here who are listening outside of Albuquerque, Gibson is in the ghetto. That is yeah. like the worst part of town. Like, it's rough. You know, there's only two. Well, that's kind of weird because you have Ridgecrest right there. Yeah. Right next to the war zone. And then the right. and then the base is right there, too. It's a really mixed crowd. It's yeah. Yeah. The worst neighborhood in Albuquerque is on off of Gibson. You yeah, know. that's that's what yeah. that's what gerrymandering gets you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm over there like because I was trying to figure out which stripes was the closest to me. You know, because I'm like kind of in the middle, but like I feel like they're but they're I'm almost equal distance from either stripes burrito, but the one on Gibson, you're just you just don't hit lights like you do any like on you know going if I was to drive from here to Manal, I'm gonna hit shitloads of lights, and when I say hit them, I mean they're gonna go red. You, you have a yeah. ton of lights on Gibson, they just you know Gibson's one of those streets you just flow down. Yeah, and it's really fast. Yeah, we'll go like 50 on that street right but it's it's a highway but the road is shitty like you you have a cd player it's gonna skip it's like (laughs) but stripes stripes burrito 
is going to be the new Blake's breakfast burrito. And now I just need burritos. Yeah, right. Who's delivering burritos right now, man? That's, that's like the meme I love the best right now. It's like, you know, don't say you're not going to get the 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 um what do you call it the vaccine because you don't know what's in it and then you eat this you know and it's like, <laughs> it's like in Albuquerque I always love this this is this would be one of my stand up jokes it's like it's like in Albuquerque we're like they have a thing on the news where they're like uh, oh this this uh this restaurant got a bad you know what do they call those health department rating you know what I'm talking about like on the news they have oh, that. Yeah. they're like red alert on on uh, Burger King on blah 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 got a got a what's a what is the bad uh, health department thing is it red yeah got a got a got a red a red notification oh no here it's it's uh graded so like you get an F yeah they got an F grade for cleanliness blah 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 and you're like well I'm not eating there and then smash <laughs> cut to the next day at work and you're like oh Juan's here with the burritos and you like you're like, and, and you're like you have no idea where Juan makes the burritos. You don't no, you do care. Not. You don't give it. They're delicious, though. They're delicious, yeah. and they never made me sick, except maybe that one time, but I don't care. Right. right. Juan, there Juan. was this burrito lady, I swear to God. She <laughs> used, I worked at a dental lab, and she would bring us burritos every day, and they were yeah. just wrapped in foil. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm not kidding. They were the best, to this day, the best burritos I have ever had in my entire right. life. She passed away while uh, I worked at that place. Everybody grieved. Our boss died. He, Nobody cared. We were more upset about the burrito lady. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at this computer store, and this guy would come in, and he'd be all, burrito. Like he had the most baritone voice. And his name was Fidel. I shit you not. And he, we'd come out and like he would have the best burritos, and I, I'm pretty sure his wife made him. But like, you would try to ask him questions, and he he didn't speak, you know, hardly any English. And the breakfast burritos are amazing, but then he had like he had like chicken burritos, and he would do a chi- he had a chicken burrito that had like red chili. Oh, oh my god! Fuck yeah! And like, I just remember like, I'd be sitting in there like like screwdriver in hand he'd be all burrito (laughs) and you would be pissed because he only took cash but then he got the cell phone with the little swiper heck yeah that was the jam i think there was this burrito guy (laughs) there was this burrito guy who sold burritos out of the back of his like old subaru forester (laughs) yes and i did not care where he made them. I didn't care how clean it was. I didn't care what, I didn't care. They were so damn good that he would text him sometime during the day or like before you wanted. And he would tell you where he was parked with his little Subaru. Yeah. And I would go buy burritos from him. That And that's like, they were good. And that's why I don't understand people who like Chipotle, to be honest. Right. Fucking right. I yeah. never Here in Albuquerque, that. why would you eat Chipotle? I know. And then like people would wait in line, <laughs> like a Chipotle open, and they're like waiting in line and like around the block. What is it? I'm okay, right. go find the guy with the Subaru. What about this, <laughs> this Dutch Brothers coffee thing? Oh, you know what? I love Dutch Brothers coffee. I'm sorry. What's the big deal? It's they have so many different flavors, and it's delicious, and it's fast, and they're not judgy. Big roast hamster. Hamster loves it too. Who's judgy? I mean, what what place are you going to? The Starbucks is judgy. Yeah. 
Really? Um, well, that's why I don't go to any of the scenes. That's why. Because the but they, I don't know these have things. a fun atmosphere, and there's there. It's super fast. I don't know. I like it. So I go to this place called Castle Coffee downtown. Ooh. And, uh, the guy, like the you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is like their shtick or whatever, but they're super nice. And I don't know if they take memory memory pills or whatever, but they remember everything. Like I remember, I was in <laughs> there one day. Ginkgo biloba. Yeah, I was in there one day, and the guy's like, "Yeah, so uh, what do you got going on this weekend?" And so I tell him, "I'm like, well, I'm going out of town with my girlfriend. It's her birthday. We're gonna go down to Tier C, and we're gonna do." The, and I tell him this whole thing about how we're gonna go get this Airbnb that has like a mineral pool in it and all this. So then, like three weeks later, I come in and he's like, "How was that trip? Was it uh, was it fun? How was the Airbnb?" <laughs> And I'm like, what, what the fuck, dude? I, mean, I don't even remember seeing you before. You know? <laughs> the mayor of downtown. I'm sure yeah. he remembered it. And uh, and he's like, he's like, I told my girlfriend about that, and we might go down there and do that. I'm like, oh, well, all right then. So you know, and so now I'm like, man, I, and they make amazing coffee. You know, they do a horchata tea. So. Castle I'm just going to have to go visit you, Chris, and go get myself some burritos al estante and try oh, your new coffee place. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, that so here's what's crazy. Like downtown, we have like a, you know, coffee, you know, monopoly. There's like tons of coffee places. Yeah. There's, there's uh, Thundercloud um, right down the street. It's the closest one to me. There's um, Badass Coffee. That's the name of it. There's I like uh, that. Eh, it's not so much good. Then there's um the brew. The name there's Java Joe's and then there's Castle. Mm-hmm. And then now there's the new one over on Mountain. Fuck, I can't think of, any of that one. But the Castle one. So, oh, there's VM. There's also VM. Villa Miriam. Have you been to Villa Miriam? That's the one Ming Chin loves. Mm-hmm. I need to go. So here's the deal. Right now, I can't drink a lot of caffeine because it's not good for my blood pressure, not good for the baby, blah, blah, blah. So I can have like one coffee drink a day. And so I try to make it a good one. (laughs) So, Chris, if you're saying I should try this Castle Coffee place. Mm -hmm. That's good. That means I'm going to dedicate my one cup of coffee for the day to Castle Coffee. Let me me tell you (laughs) this. I've never seen this before. Okay. I'll go and I I I like I'm I'm a normal coffee shop person where I drive like I ride my skateboard or I drive over there and I walk in and I order. People call in their orders there like crazy. And I was like you're calling in a coffee order? That seems insane to me, but that maybe that's normal. Maybe I'm the crazy one. And like people will walk in and, and they'll walk up and they'll have they'll be like, oh you're you're co-, and they'll know who they are. Like they'll know who the people are. They'll be all, hey, you're I need to go do this. And I'm like, who, who what the fuck? Like, like who calls in their coffee order? Like I've never okay. seen that before. People that it's, are in a hurry. And they and they already know who they are when they walk in. They're like, oh, we just got it done. Here you go. And like, they don't even w- walk up and add, like, say, and your name is. They already know this. Like, I don't know what's going on in this coffee shop where they just know who the people okay, are. To come. Well, if you if you work at any uh, 
I know, I know. Any place, any place downtown during yeah, the lunch, you have this. You have the same people come in because all the people yeah. work at like the city buildings there, yeah. and they all run on a schedule. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's 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 one of the I don't know. It's a it's a crazy thing to me. It just to me, it's just crazy that people call in their coffee order. <laughs> like I think it's not, <laughs> and I know that well, happens, I, but. When I worked at the Blackbird um, at lunch, people would call in their lunch orders, and we already have them like ready for them when they showed what? up. Yeah, that They'd makes like, sense. Oh yeah, from the office building, uh, just get no, no. their usual set up a table for them. Food's a whole thing. I get that, but then also the coffee place, and I may be just like crazy, but like I'm used to going into a coffee place and you order from the person, and then they make your coffee. This place is so busy; they have like the register person, and then they have people behind them making them. And it's not a Starbucks; it's just a regular coffee place. But uh, you know. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I'm like, okay, very cool. And and then they're all like just like super nice and chatty with you. They're like every everyone, all of them. And then they remember you like crazy. Like I'm like, awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's I've had coffee in over <laughs> well, maybe seven next years weekend now. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're more than welcome to come down. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll next weekend from... I'll take a little field trip. Okay. <laughs> And we'll uh, drive by Smiley's house and fire some bullets through the wall. You know? Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. That's how we say hi now. Yeah. I won't even wake up. I'll be all, damn it. These are plaster walls. <laughs> you know how hard it is to have to spackle these? <laughs> yes. Do you have, are your walls plastered, Smiley? Yeah. <laughs> I woke up, I woke up like all like oh, fucking just like covered in, yeah. in plaster shards. I was all, damn. The hell happened in here? Do you have no, oh idea? I mean, you have no idea who shot through your house? So you don't think it was like a a message, you know? Nobody was like, "What's up, Patna?" and then started blasting through your house. They just you just think it was a random. Was a, <laughs> it was a ran. It was a random gunshot. It happens all the time in this neighborhood. You just think they were shooting at someone else, or what? What? What do you think? It was one shot. <laughs> So last night, this is this is the was, random of Albuquerque. It was if you if you look at trajectory uh-huh. at it, like it looks like it came from like the corner over there. So like I, I think, don't even know. I think you need it to do that. Like, it comes through the house to, diagonally, yeah. so like it's not like they were really pointing. Yeah, I think you need to do that door. thing with the, with the yarn, where like you go from the the entry to the exit. <laughs> so you can oh, right. do the laser. You can map out the trajectory you have the ballistics. Um, oh, oh, I already, I already did it with uh, one of those little hand lasers. Yeah, but that doesn't, you know. I don't. I need a picture, and I need some, some, some it's, labeling. You know, you know, it's not as like exit. You know, well, it's if not I as theatrical with a laser. Mm. Are you sure? Because it's a, it's a laser beam. It's a red laser beam that goes no, through. No, the I need the string. I need the picture. <laughs> And then I need that I need the outside string that goes to like a yeah. uh, where it hit the ground and then you know, a, a point chalk, of a, a chalk yeah. line where it hit the person, you know. Mm. Bullets in like the other uh, bedroom closet somewhere. Oh, cool! Wow, you know, get that and turn it into a necklace. You know, do a YouTube video where you smelt it down. <laughs> this, do is how, <laughs> this is how. This is how uninterested I am in even finding it. I'm just, I just, I'm trying to figure out how to like cover over the ugly hole in my wall. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a way. This so is this how is disinterested the- I am in the rest of it. I was all bullet through the house. 
I have to cover up this hole in my wall. Bullet through the house. Uh, this is so. This is my random bullet through the house story. Uh, yesterday, Holly or Holly, my girlfriend and I were driving down uh, I forty east, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to like you know focus on traffic, and then I kind of look to the left, and there's a big mortar round, like professional grade mortar firework that just blows up in the sky, and I'm like. <laughs> wow and and my girlfriend's like what and i was like there was just a huge firework that exploded over there and like she you know looked at me like uh, uh, okay and then like all of a sudden another one went up and i mean it was even more professional grade where it like blew up and like was multiple and it cascaded down <laughs> and like it wasn't just your normal mortar and we're just like she sees it, and I'm like, "See, I'm not crazy." Like, and, and we're like, <laughs> and we're both like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's like, and I mean, it was from the the heights, you know, the Northeast Heights. How weird, random. And I'm like, okay, because like you know, living in Albuquerque, that on Friday and Saturday nights, that could happen at like Isotopes Park whenever baseball's happening. I mean, they do that on yeah. you know, after games. For sure. But just randomly on a Saturday night during the pandemic, to maybe it was someone's birthday. Fuck, I don't know, but I mean, it lit up the sky. It was huge, like crazy but, shit. I don't know. Up here in Rio Rancho, like the Crime Watch page is yeah. adorable because it's literally <laughs> like I saw a coyote or somebody shooting <laughs> fireworks off. Coyote. <laughs> Wow. Not a coyote called um, my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, a hawk carried off my dog. Um <laughs> wow. A bobcat ate my fowl, which happened to us. Um did you guys so I assume you guys have heard of the the McGregor fight. I heard he got knocked out. Yeah, he got totally knocked out. Did you guys watch it? I guess, no, I didn't watch it. Um, so I just read an article where they were talking about how because of the fight last night, we all now know that McGregor is a total fraud. Oh. Um, oh. <clears throat> and I didn't get to finish reading the article yet, but I, I don't, I used to think McGregor was this cool. And I think this is what they're talking about. Like this cool guy who like worked his way from the bottom and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then every time he won a fight lately, it's like, oh, I'm going to retire. Yeah. And then this fight from last night, he thought it was, he was going to be a shoe-in because this guy has lost like the last four fights he fought. You got to beat him? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. And so he comes out of retirement to fight this guy who's lost all these fights. You know he thinks he's like a shoe-in. Yeah. And then he got knocked the fuck out. Well. I mean, I'll say this: McGregor wasn't nice. He wasn't. He wasn't a fraud back. You know, I think when he got famous, I think he became a con for sure. Well, with all the like publicity stunts and the you know, you just get old and your body just gets here. So the this all happened. The I'll equate it to Chuck Liddell. Okay. Chuck Liddell was the Iceman. He was a, you know, he was a sick fighter. Like he would throw crazy haymakers, knock oh, people. Yeah. Out. He was scary. And then, I remember him. And then, 
uh, fighting out of Albuquerque, Rashad Evans knocks That's him out. Right. Boom. And then Chuck Liddell couldn't beat anyone. He yeah. got knocked out every fight from that point on. And it was like one of those things where it's like, you know, number one, everyone knows your weaknesses. Yeah. And number two, it's like you just got old and it sucks. And it's like as a as a person who, you know, who's getting old, like I'm, you know, 40, 46 <laughs> in less than two weeks. Uh, really? Chris, yeah. what are you doing using your real age on here? That's crazy. I know, I know, I know. And uh, you know, I bought this new house and I'm like, I you know, I used to you know, be a maintenance man. I used to do all, you know, I used to work on a farm. I know I used to do all this work. And now like I go out and I start like working on my house and I just get so tired. And I, like, I get, like I get done with the day. My body is so beat up and I'm like, Oh my God, I hurt. <laughs> like I, and I wake up and I'm sore and I'm like, you just, you know, it just time, time catches up with you. It right. just does. doesn't matter how badass you are. I'll finish Everyone reading this knows. article. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows I, that we're about the same age on this show. Right. <laughs> I'm not 46. I'm 30. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. I, uh, but I think what they were getting at is like his his stunts that he's pulling is oh, like sure, what yeah. they're saying. Okay. Oh, you know? okay. Because like I was like, well, he got knocked out. I mean, anybody can get knocked out at any time. It just can happen. But, I think yeah. they were just saying that like the magic of Conor McGregor kind of faded last night and that sure. anybody who I... is still fans with, because I was a huge Conor McGregor fan uh, before. Yeah. And then he did that thing where he broke like the, the bus yep. windshield and all that shit. And that's kind of when I was, and then his attitude lately has just been real shitty. Well, when he did the bus thing, that was when he was trying to fight Khabib, the Russian, yeah. right? So yeah. I, I used to watch MMA pretty heavily. And that Khabib guy is by far one of the scariest fighters I've ever seen in my life. And Anderson Silva was somebody I used to watch heavily who was right. super scary. Yeah. And I remember when the Conor McGregor, him and Conor, Conor McGregor fought – I actually paid fifty dollars, fifty or sixty, whatever it was, to buy the pay per view. And yeah. my friend Steph comes over, and she's a huge Conor McGregor fan. She's like, Conor McGregor is going to beat this guy's ass in. And I said, you know, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not a big fan of, you know, I'm not, I'm not choosing sides. I yeah. was like, Have you seen this guy fight? That's going to fight Conor McGregor? And she goes, No. And I said, He's an absolute insane monster yeah and he fucked conor mcgregor up yeah fucked him up like the khabib guy they he literally trains with bears yeah like, i don't know if you know that he's yeah. russian first of all he's russian <laughs> and they're crazy like those people over there they they survive <laughs> on insanity and like they live you know and when I watched him fight, like his crazy, the thing with him is most of like he, I don't think he ever has lost a fight ever, wow. ever. Yeah. And he's injured a lot. against bears. I don't know. I don't know. I but really, was, you don't lose against bears. It's right. like you either win or you die. And right. that's why he trains with them. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah. And the thing There's is, there's going to be a bear trainer there to pull it off of him. All right. Good match. Good match. Uh, well, the thing distract him with a salmon. 
Yeah. The thing with the Khabib guy was his fighting style is is relentlessness. Yeah. Like he just keeps coming at you. You uh-huh. can kick him in the face, but he's still coming. And you can punch yeah. him in the face, and he's still coming. And they said that like most of his career was riddled with injury because he would injure himself coming at people. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's not a normal thing. That's a psychopath, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's a sociopath for yeah. sure. You can yeah. shoot me. I'm still coming. You can hit me with yeah. a brick. Still coming, you know. And I mean, again, he trains with bears. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like yeah. that he, programs you to kind of not quit ever. Yeah. That's right. And, oh no. I submitted. So what, He's going to eat me now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'd rather take this hit. He beat Conor McGregor till he submitted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god." And like that's got to be mentally like devastating, <laughs> you know. Like, I don't know. I'd have nightmares waking up to that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I just so, you know, I, I think. I feel, huh? You think? I think done. McGregor's done. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I just, I don't know. I guess I got disheartened because I was such a big fan of his because he had such a great backstory, yeah. and he used to be so humble, and yeah. I loved it. Like he was humble and he was grateful. And then he got famous, and it was like, I don't know. And you know what? Speaking of that, there's a podcast that I used to listen to. So one of my favorite comedians started a podcast at the beginning of COVID. And she has started to kind of be a jerk to her guests because I feel like she got, like, Uh, famous-ish. Who's this person? Whitney Cummings, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Oh. And, and you know how much I love Whitney Cummings, uh-huh. how much I looked up to her, and she's kind of a dick now. Uh, that's disheartening. I saw that coming. <sighs> <laughs> Whitney Cummings. Uh, Whitney Cummings. I kinda, oh, I didn't mean, mean that. No, I just... Uh, sure he didn't, James. <laughs> unintentional, <laughs> unintentional pun, all right? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's not good. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm not a huge, I mean, when I, like, I don't listen everybody's like, what podcast do you listen to? And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I don't really during the day cause I'm you know working and it distracts me. And, um, when I travel though, James will tell you this, I'll listen, I'll go and download Mark Maron's show because yeah. I love the interviews with the guests. I hate the first 10 to 18 minutes that he does on his little, you know, diatribe. But, uh, we, we went, so we, what was it like two years ago? We went to Trinidad yeah. comedy festival and we all, we all met Sam talent. Yeah. That Sam talent one is awesome. It is. I listened to it and That's it was, really... I love Sam talent as a human being. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember like how nervous I was that like Sam Talent could have seen my car. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. He wrote an article about being a road comic that was beautiful. If you ever did a whole book. Well, yeah, he wrote a whole book, but he he uh, he wrote like this piece that like, I don't know, captured what it's like. Yeah. And that, and it's awesome that he's on the he got to be on Mark Marin, and yeah. I thought it was also amazing because like it's during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. once Marin asked him to do it, like he sent Marin the book, and then Marin didn't read it, and then 
Stanhope told him you should read this and you'll love mm-hmm. it. And then he did, and he loved it so much. He had he said, "I'm going to have this guy in the show." Sam Talent drove to L.A. to be there mm-hmm. live, not via Zoom or whatever. And I was like, yeah. "For Sam Talent, that was probably a good call." Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I and I I need to order his book off of his, his book is amazing. Have I you borrowed read, have it, you read from it? Somebody. I yeah. have read it. I borrowed it from somebody. Yeah. So. I want to check it out. It's really good. And he's just such a cool guy. You want I mean, We all hung out. I remember we like all part like there was, it was some, his birthday. Yeah. Cause I remember. Okay. So here's what I remember. And I may be wrong on this We went <laughs> for the, for the Trinidad. It was the Southwest chief bicycle and comedy festival. Yeah. And there were a lot of people who were super cool. And then what? there were some that were not. They were like, yeah. too cool to be with you. And who are you? I don't know. Yeah. And like, we did that big after party in that like weird, like, it was a museum. Museum. That's what it was. Yeah. I was going to say a department store, but it was like, yeah, that's what it was a museum. And there were some people that were like really cool to hang out with and talk to. And then there were some mm-hmm. people that were like kind of making fun of you behind your back, snickering, kind of stupid shit. Which is yeah. whatever, which is whatever. Fine with me. Yeah. But like Sam, that guy Sam Talon, I, I talked to him a little bit and he was super cool, man. He was real down to earth. And then whenever like he was on that show, I was like, I remembered talking to him because I was like, Yes, he's this is exactly the same person that he is that we talked to. Yeah. You know. He's it, he's one of the ones that's gonna make it because yeah, he's just okay. so one, he's super talented. <laughs> Sam Talent. Um right. and too he i think also like he just is so chill and just so like such a good dude and i think people like that make it because mark you know like mark maron had him on his show because he's so talented and his book was so good right but people are gonna listen to that and they're like oh that guy i remember because like you said he was just so much himself yeah he's just so much his genuine self everywhere he goes and he's so nice. Like, you know, sometimes you'll sometimes you'll get booked if you're nice, even if somebody didn't like your set. Sometimes you'll get booked just because somebody thought you were nice. Now that's not Sam Talent. He he murders every set he does. But mm-hmm. you know, I think if you murder every set you do, plus you're super nice, plus you have a great book, like And he you know, and he had the right kind of like like you know braggy humility i don't know how to yeah oh yeah like he's confident but he's not a jerk about it no he was like well i'm an author now he's like i'm gonna he's like i'm an established author now but like you know he's still like self-published and he was like yeah Yeah. it was cute and he was like don't order it from there because i don't get much money from he's like order from my website and i was like oh Yeah. yeah it's cute you know like he was just enough like fake fake you know braggy like super humble still and i loved it yeah like so that's a great episode now i hope people don't look at that marin episode and go i don't know who that is i've never heard of him you know some of my favorite you've never heard of a chance for sure no like most of the marins i love are the ones where i'm like i don't know who that is and i'll just be you know out of like other ones and i'm like and i'll be like wow and I, I feel inspired because, like, I love when those people. Because, like, Marin, I feel like you know, his, you know, his podcast. Like, first of all, like, 
it, it used to upset me that like he didn't like you know do all the work he would just show up and do the mic thing but like <laughs> yeah. and i always hate the beginning of it but like once he gets to talking to people Marin's enough of an asshole where he can like be oblivious to like asking a question that a normal person wouldn't ask yeah you know? and you'll get these people to say things and like uh sometimes i listen to it and i'm just like ah now i want to go out and do some more art because like i listen to this person i listen to what they had what they went through and i feel it i feel it you know i think that's the magic of Marin's podcast yeah is that he doesn't i and also i feel like so this is my problem with whitney cummings and i promise there's like a a correlation between what i'm saying so like i love Marin's podcast because he drags things out of people yeah and he has people on like Sam Talent who aren't super famous or anything, but he treats them like he treats everybody else because he's Mark Marin and he's kind of an asshole, you know? Right. Um, and like Whitney Cummings, it seems like now she's making like friends with all these famous people and that's who she has on the show. And that's not to me that just it gets boring because you're talking about the same thing that everybody else is asking yeah. that same person, yeah. you know? and the thing that's pissing me off is she like basically acts like a therapist to these people. Oh, yeah. And berates them about like and interrupts them. So when they are saying something interesting, she'll interrupt them and then tell them how they're codependent and whatever. Yeah. And it's been annoying me, but I just she just seems so full of herself now. And I hate it. And it uh, it makes me so sad cuz she was like my hero. But now I just can't stand to listen to her podcast because it's just, it's annoying. That's not good. It makes me sad. That's not good. Well, that's unfortunate. (laughs) I guess just tell people to listen to our show. Yeah, I'll be like, listen to our show. We just, we don't even drag the the information out of people. We just ignore them and talk over them. (laughs) We talk over them. We tell them Mm. what we think about them. Um. Chris wears a magical Patrick Swayze amulet. <gasps> Where uh, did you get that? Oh, you don't know? I've never talked about that. I'll hold it up one more time. So I have a magical Patrick Swayze. Uh, I am so jealous of that. Uh, so our friend Sabrina, who we're all friends with. Yes. She and I have a mutual love for the film Roadhouse. because it's. Oh, a I love that movie too. So we have matching um necklaces mine is of patrick swayze is of sam elliott from Road oh my god i don't know which necklace i would want more sam i just want one of each now right you know you have the power of well you can't have either you'd have to pick a third (laughs) right there is no third you get sam elliott (laughs) you get red west you you get you get wade garrett <laughs> no, that's, that's the same idea. You get um who's the villain? <laughs> the bad guy. No. <laughs> Who would be the third person? The one the, the the doctor? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. You can get the you can have the the old farmer that he rents the, the apartment from the, the loft. You can get the you can get the indie cred. You're like, you're Amen. who from oh wow. <laughs> uh James can have the guy that's that uh Swayze rips his throat out. You oh can, yeah. yes. <laughs> my my uh, cat's trying to hijack oh, no, 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 the camera no, no, no. here. Okay, Holly, I know who you could be. Who? You can get the Jeff Healy one. 
<laughs> and you can so, and like out of nowhere you could be all names dalton <laughs> you know just like stop playing the guitar so i guess i could do the drummer guy oh man (laughs) um but so one of my favorite memories of doing comedy with kurt fletcher ever uh, popped up in my memories the other day we did like a short tour that was like in wyoming and colorado Uh and south dakota and kurt made a flyer for all of our dates Oh. And he did the the lift from Dirty Dancing, but he put my head on Patrick Swayze and his oh. head on the girl, and it's the <laughs> best flyer that ever existed. Wow! <laughs> I want to I want to promote a new Facebook group that I've been added to. Oh, what is it? Have you ever Have you ever thought about that? Like, I'm going to promote this Facebook group I've been added to. Yeah, there's not a lot. I don't really enjoy being added to things. I'm not a fan of it. I don't enjoy. I it. love Facebook <sighs> groups. There's too many. There's too many, and yeah. like, I'll, I'll, if it's someone I know and I feel like they'll be offended that I, I didn't um, join, I'll join and then I'll immediately shut off all notifications. <laughs> But there's a new one that I've been added to, and it's pretty fucking amazing. Um, Is it the shower beer one? It's the shower beer one. How did you know? Well, because my friend Leash started it, and then it's grown. And uh, it is the best group that ever existed. It's pretty crazy. Oh, I didn't know Leash started I know Leash as well. It's pretty big now. It's like 1,400 people, and it's called Shower Beer Thoughts slash Moments. Yeah. I did see Leash's butt though. In, <laughs> in this group, and I will say this, it's probably an NSFW group. It's not safe for work. Yeah. Um, there's no nudity. Well, sometimes say. I haven't seen, you know, there's a lot of like, but it's people in the shower drinking beers or other there's, butts. there's butts, lots of butts. Okay, butts, I guess, yeah. NSFW butts. But um, yeah, and uh, and I mean male and female. It's not just yeah. you know, it's pretty back and forth. So yeah, did you add me to this group? Who added me to this group? I don't know who added you. I don't know if I mm. added it. I don't know. Leash is gonna kill. I didn't. Add, I don't think I added anybody. Oh okay. But, uh, um, you know, I think I got added like pretty quick in the beginning of it by like chemo or leash or somebody. Okay. And I posted about how one time Danny interrupted my shower beer. Yeah. To ask me if where do farts come from? <laughs> and if they infect our brains or something. From the unicorn. Uh, and then all of a sudden it blew up. Oh. And I was like, holy shit, there's just like butt pictures. Everywhere. <laughs> people, drinking in the, you know, people drinking in the shower, which I've, yeah. I remember I've been shower beering. Since I was able to drink, man, I remember the yeah. first time I remember it was like a, it was literally like a Coors or Coors Light or something like that in the shower drinking. No, it was a Keystone Light oh. in the shower. Well, that's what we drink in college because it was cheap. Yeah. I, you, know, you all know that story. But yeah, so it's, it's really great to see that either shower bearing has taken off or <laughs> it was already there and we just didn't all know we did it together i love a good shot i miss a good shot like bathtub beer or shower yeah, beer yeah 
Oh, I can see. I, heck yeah. I can't take bubble baths or drink. So man. And I have a I have a whirlpool in my house. Lucky. They came and uh they came and redid the whole tile and all that stuff's done. Wow. So I, I took my first whirlpool bath today. It was amazing. Nice. With jets. Lucky. I know, I know. Lucky. And, uh, my fireplace will be done tomorrow. So I'll Ooh. be fire in my house. So life is good. I'm just gonna spend a weekend at your house and treat yeah. I'm just gonna go on vacation at Chris's house. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, bye Danny and Hamster. Uh, See ya. He's, he, he's got fire pits and like... <laughs> well, and then the thing that yeah, I've got three fire pits. <laughs> so we can, wow. have fire pit. we can have an outdoor thing one of the nights. Like we could have like an outdoor that'd be fun. Thing. Uh social distance. Because I mean I have three fire pits. We could have three different fires for everybody if you know you guys want to come over. We should uh, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess uh, we're at the end of the show here. I will, you know, I will say this right now. I'm not in the studio. I'm in my new house, but I'm not in the studio. I'm in my, uh, you know, it says I'm in front of the the rail yards because that's umbrella. So I did a green screen behind me. So I'm in my secondary room, my second room, second bedroom, because the studio doesn't have any kind of heat right now. It's just uh. you know, still moving and. Uh, I don't think it's going to be done till, and I don't think there's a rush on it. Um, it's not going to be done until the summer. But um, for people that are listening, this is you know they're like, oh, you move a lot. No, this is it. This is a this is the move for you know for a while. You know, downtown was the transition. It was the transition. We always knew that this is where it's at. Um, the studio. I'm going to start once I'm done moving, and I'm you know. Everything is. Um, That's know, a lot of work to move and get yeah. everything set up. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna. You know, I haven't mapped out the studio yet. I have a, a 400 square foot space to work with. I've got to do put some sort of heating in it. Um, I'd like to here here here's the ideas. I'd like to build a bar in there. Ooh. I'd like to have like, you know, like we had in the in the downtown studio where we had a little portable bar. I'd like to have a real bar and I'd like to have bartenders come. And while we're doing a show, they they make us a signature drink while we just chill. You know, I already yeah. talked to Kicker. What's his last name? Kicker Gonzalez. And I threw it to him and he's like, I love that idea. He's like, I'll be there. I'll bring other bartenders. And I was like, yeah, Kicker is awesome. I love Kicker. He's been voted want, best bartender in Albuquerque. So, are we do we want like a portable wet bar, or do we want nope. like one that's built in? Like, well, we I build the actual physical bar. I don't know if I'll have the plumbing for the the faucets and whatnot, but we oh can, yeah. Well, same yeah. because like when I uh, when I worked in hotel, they had they would have portable wet bars. Yeah, and you you'd have like a CO two tank in there. And mm -hmm. uh, that would power the uh, gun and the uh, water pressure. Okay. And you can move it around. Well, I don't really need, think we need a gun, but I mean, we, we, you know, if we buy like what they, you know, like I just want the physical like bar and then like we could have the, you know, the alcohol and they could mix it, and, you know, cause I, you know, we'll see, we'll figure it out. That sounds like fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, we have the space. There's a whole, you know, I have a full house and then I have another space to just work with. So that's going to be so cool. I'm like you could turn it into a third bedroom. I go, no, 
go fuck yourself. So, Why do you need three bedrooms? Come on. No, don't. I don't. But uh, anyway, so cool. So I think we're at the end. Um, Smiley, what do you got for everybody, man? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this is the uh, newest thing. Uh, I meant the uh, last scene on Snatchers. It's mm-hmm. uh, streaming on HBO Max. And then, as per usual, you can see me on The Brave and uh, Midnight Texas on NBC or mm-hmm. streaming on Hulu. And then, this is honestly my favorite. People should be watching Daybreak. It's a really fun series. Yeah. Also, also weirdly enough, my in three she... of those... Uh, and I'm like, that's what got... the second bedroom's for. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a guest bedroom. It's a guest bedroom. <laughs> I, I even have one of those now. I have a guest bedroom and bathroom. Wow. That's Fancy. a guest suite. Fancy. And shower. Like they can shower in that bathroom. They have their own shower. Wow. Oh, fancy. Fancy. Smiley, what about uh, the Zack Snyder? Are you going to promote that? I mean, is it coming out? What's going on? I don't know when it's released yet. I mean, I uh, guess I've seen the trailers. Army uh, of that'll Army be coming out. Army of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, when that comes out, and plus, I don't know, man. He edits a lot of stuff. I don't even know what I'll look like. I, that was yeah. also like two years ago that I worked on. <laughs> wow. It's coming out though. I, I know that. Uh, it says twenty twenty one. So I'm looking forward to it. That was a really fun project to work on. Well, I mean, Crystal Lee, they might have edited him out. <laughs> oh. oh yes, yes, they did. They didn't hey. even like him when they were working with him. No. Hey. What? I'm not surprised. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, Holly Ann, what do you got going on? Um, I just, again, Holly's tiny things. I probably will have some new things added to my little Etsy shop because uh, I cannot pour resin right now. So I have had to get <gasps> creative. Because of the fumes? Yeah, it's the fumes, and I can't get it on my skin because it'll absorb into my skin too. So how do I find it? So, like, is it a website? Holly's Tiny Things. Yeah, you go to so Etsy, what, and then you just search Holly's uh, Tiny Things. Oh, I don't know. This so what you're saying is you need a full mask and a lot of nitro gloves. And I would probably need like so. Basically, the way my OBGYN put it is, I would basically need like a full hazmat suit for it to be completely safe. Oh wow! Because the the effects that the chemicals could have on the baby are not good. So hmm. I I think it's just safe to wait until the thing pops out, and then, <laughs> and then we'll we'll go back. But I still have my Cricut printer, so I'm doing some cool stuff with that. So yeah. how do you spell Holly on a, on H O L L L Y? No apostrophe, just H O L L Y S. Tiny things. Okay, all one word. Yeah, I'm not finding it. Let's see. Here. Uh, on Etsy. All these tiny things. Anyway. I'll, so, I'll send you the link. All right. Later. And you then should, we can. Yeah, we can figure it out. We can post it. Um, So then uh, we're part of the Brawlers Podcasters Guild. If you want to start a podcast, uh, go to BrawlersPodcastersGuild.com. My mom says some people are rich. Shit. It's not rich. <laughs> I live in Brawlers, man. I don't live in fucking Tanawan, <laughs> man. Uh, not in the North Valley, dog. Um, but uh, we're part of the Brellas Podcasters Guild. If you want to start a podcast, uh, Brellas Podcasters Guild.com. 
I will say this. We're so good. One of our clients is the New Mexico United. Two shows. And they're probably going to start a third show. So they're actually doing shows in our studio in Varelis at the B Rupee. So if you want to start a podcast and you don't know what's going on and you need help, call the A-team of podcasting. Varelis Podcast (laughs) Guild. Uh, other than that, uh, we do show live here uh, every Sunday, almost every Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. Tindrinkminimum.com. Smiley, Holly, it's been a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoy so, it. It and has always, been exciting. Thank you guys for listening. With that, we are Tendrink. Minimum. Dot com.